1: Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. It's the man with the best bun in the business.
0: Oh, you like
1: it? Oh, I do. Do you I, ever, I tried so hard. I didn't even know you had short hair because every time I've ever talked to you has been either you've been wearing a hat. Yeah. Or you've had the long bun now. But when did you decide to do the whole haircut like that?
0: Oh, I've, I mean, since March of last year, like right when like COVID hit there, I was just like, I don't have to go into the office. Screw it. Let's get a mohawk. And I just kind of kept it i just haven't changed
1: so how do you maintenance that
0: that's a good fucking question <laughs> <laughs> no i did either i put it up in like a bun like this thing or i have like grace will braid it so i have like this big old like braid going down which is pretty cool but god it's it, it takes it takes a hot minute to do it
1: i've been starting to get grays and like the side of my hair and my beard a little bit where i was picking them out i was like If I have to end up going bald and they're like, well, Gray looks good. I'm like, now when you're 23 and people are like, you look 50, I'm like, hey, I got a child face. It might actually work out.
0: It bounces out. Like you look, you know, Gray's a 50 year old, but the face of like a 20 year old. So you're like 30. Is that 35? Is that that what we're going for?
1: Well, I didn't think like I was thinking, like, looking through my family, I was like, if this is genetic, the gray stuff, I was like, who in my family has had gray hair? And like, everybody's in their 70s that would have gray hair. Like, we didn't get into our 70s. I was like, then why am I getting in at 23? And my mom just goes, well, your grandma got it when she was 25. She started getting grays. I was like, no fucking way. If that's a possibility, it's genetic. And it's not all the wisdom I've been soaking in through all these episodes of my podcast, (laughs) like a parasite.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it leads up. That's why you're getting it earlier than your grandma because you're going through all this crap right now.
1: <laughs> so, I'm going through the trauma earlier than what she went through. Exactly. Different they only different. had the war, and my grandpa had to go off to fight the war at 16. And I what did I do when I was 16? I think I I don't know. I stopped wearing shoes for like a good period of time.
0: <laughs> that's, that's impressive. I mean,
1: whew. Stop wearing shoes. I was just in a barefoot phase. I mean, I used to walk from so Ocean City is like, they're, they're streets, but they're like, as long as like a long street in your neighborhood would be. Yeah. Like It goes like a quarter miles, like a street. Okay. Um, so I would walk like from 12th street where I lived all the way across the bridge. So 12 streets and across a bridge, a long bridge, not one of them short, like we're over the fucking mountain. No, not the door of the Explorer type bridge is a long bridge. (laughs) And I would go to work every morning and I would kill four 20 ounce red bulls. And then I would eat a bag of Skittles for breakfast, but it was high school. I mean, I see, I tell people my energy drink consumption and they're like, how are you alive? And I was like, yo I killed a 32 pack of rock star in two
0: days that's oh, I've been trying to limit my energy drink because it's been like I have a cup of coffee then I'll have two energy drinks like before lunch and then I, I felt I was like entering a new existence a new plane I was like oh no gotta stop that so I can only imagine killing a whole pack of rock stars is just fucking I, I don't know I, I don't know man your heart just like must be like just constantly going well that's what they think like because like
1: my heart level is like so low and she's like for someone that drinks so many energy drinks you have adhd we know that so that probably plays effect but she's like i think you've burned the neurons in your head because like once you get like to assorted to a certain amount of caffeine you kind of have to keep pushing farther and farther to keep hitting what that caffeine burst is but every time like i'll do two energy drinks in a workout and my veins just get massive and i'm like i don't i can take a nap take a nap right now. But what happened was I can track this vein in my wrist all the way up my arm through my bicep. You can still see it all the way to my neck vein that goes into my ear right here. And I was wondering, I was working out and like this right behind my ear, my ear just went deaf in the right ear. And I was like, what is that? And I looked down and my vein is just huge in my wrist. And I tracked it all the way up to that one. And I'm like, oh, I obviously like there's something going on there that I probably should like go find medical help. But WebMD has some pretty strong answers.
0: Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we're we're all Google doctors at this point. Well, I
1: mean, come on. Everyone's a journalist nowadays. You just see (laughs) something on the Internet and run with it.
0: Oh, God. Ain't that the fucking truth?
1: but i think we look at the internet for guidance because someone has probably done it before you have so then you feel less like a piece of shit and you're like oh well someone already stuck a glass container up their ass and it broke so this guy has the answers for me what are, what should i do
0: you you know you're not wrong cuz that's that's what i do like i'm like oh <laughs> shit something hurts in my neck pain in neck oh it's cancer great i have cancer fantastic but no i totally agree with you the whole uh you'll probably find someone else did it before. So usually there's an answer for it, which is, which is nice.
1: So the issue isn't that the fact that people use the internet for information. The issue is, is that the medical service is too damn tasking to try and deal with. So people have
0: to resort to the fucking internet to look up what's wrong with them. Dude, you'd be, I have a bunch of friends that are like nurses or in the medical field and they constantly tell me how people, They'll just Google in the background, like what like the symptom is or what it is. I'm like, is that when you go to medical school? I mean, obviously, you're going to medical school for like other things and like life saving crap that we don't know about. But to like just sit there in the background and like Google, like I could do that at home. You're saving me $500. Like, what the heck? <laughs>
1: So Josh, since you're important to me, I'm going to give you the direction of where to take this. I got three options for you. There's option A, option B, and option C, and each one is worse than the last. Which one do you want?
0: Let's
1: do it. Which one? I'll go with B. B is always a good middle. Okay, safe, safe bet, safe bet. So this one is what I've been getting into recently, which is case studies and like scientific mind experiments. So I don't know if you remember. I think we might have talked about it at one point through the episodes you've been on, but it's uh, the Stanford Prison Experiment.
0: Yes, okay. I am well aware of this uh, experiment. Like in the seventies, eighties, they let the kids just fucking run round, ra- run, run, run wild. I think we're talking about different experiments. Is this not the one where they had like the, the kids, like kind of like they role played a little bit? Like so half of the students were like prison guards and they half were like prisoners? Okay, it, is, it is, yeah. Yeah. Dude, okay. that was fucking, but nah, nah, it's nah, not. The failed just... though.
1: It's a, it's a, I, to me, that's a past experiment. Oh, oh yeah.
0: That, that still holds up. It's fucking, it's crazy.
1: But when that experiment was done, people said that it was a failed experiment. Like it didn't work out because people oh. were trying to fake illnesses and all that stuff to get out of the experiment and people Mm -hmm. were quitting. I was like, but that just shows you what the
0: breaking point of people is. Yeah, no, that was not like, I'm sure at the time, it wasn't the result that the teacher wanted the professor, but it was definitely um, not a fail in how like the human, like psychology, like works when you're given like power, it's, it just flips a switch. People are like, Oh, I wouldn't do that. And like, oh, you, you would. Like given, given that power over someone else, like you can flip a switch. I was, um, so that interests
1: me in researching even more studies this morning at one o'clock in the morning, I just started going (laughs) through a rabbit hole on YouTube as one does. You can't offer a video. And then expect me to say, next, are you still watching? Continuing in five seconds, there's this clip of a dog taking a shit on a baby. I'm like, oh well, I gotta watch this. You have, have to. Jeez. <laughs> but um there they it was the experiment where it's like. The perception test, if you're aware of your surroundings, a bunch of people in a circle playing basketball, and you got to count how many times the basketball gets passed. And then as Mm -hmm. these people are passing the basketball, a monkey, like a guy Mm -hmm. in a gorilla suit walks through the middle. Did you notice the monkey? And I was like, okay, well, how many of these happen like how many of these are there because we're always going to look for the monkey if it's just this video's type and everyone keeps repeating it so then it was a bunch of people in a library circling around with balloons and each one had a different color balloon and every time like there was about five blues or no nine blues uh like 10 yellows 11 reds and then 12 purple and then each time you would see this person loop around and put tie the blue balloon that they had to the desk and then walk out of the group. And then, so you're tracking the number of times the balloon hits the counter. And then at the ending of it, it goes, did you count nine? I was like, I counted nine blue balloons. And they go, but did you see Bozo the Clown? And I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) And it shows you like this guy in the background walking through all these groups of people that are weaving in and out like a bunch of them. So like, you know, a school of fish, you know how the big ones you see on Nemo are constantly going in and out of each other. Mm -hmm. I thought that was like to group up and make them look bigger. No, they're all fighting for the center because anybody on the outside gets picked off by another giant predator i didn't know that um but i was like okay so the clown and it shows you the clown and i'm like no fucking way i'm gonna go back i went back to the beginning when they took out all the crappy music back to the very first test the clown was there i was like wow so it really shows you what you're missing when it comes to a lot of things like how many times that trip to the grand canyon when i was just missing out on some other lizard that was on the side of the road that got hit by my tour bus while
0: dudes navigating the sahara (laughs) desert (laughs) I mean, it makes sense because, like, you can only really track, like, one thing at a time. If someone tells you to track like, the balloons, your mind is only going to focus on the balloons rather than find Bozo the Clown that's just going through the, the library. So it's it just shows almost how one track mind uh, we can be. And like you said, how we're missing out. We might miss that lizard in the Grand Canyon that we just ran over. Uh, but, you know, until it makes sense, like... I love that you said
1: we, like you were in my memory because it makes me feel like we were riding on that trip together. Man, we were like side
0: by side, like looking out the window together, holding hands. Is that where you would want to travel is the Grand Canyon? I've never actually been, so I would like to go one time. It's beautiful. Everyone says that. And I'm like, I'm on the West Coast,
1: so it's like right there. My cousin started climbing down it and he got about like, maybe i don't know he got a good chunk of it down and then he got really scared and he had to call people to come and get him we were like 17 at the time but it was like the fucking weird because he's that danger kid i could do this and then he starts going and then he gets like a quarter way down it i bit off more than i can chew
0: yep yep
1: but do you think with like there's other tests that we could run to be like if we look through all the old experiments that used to happen back in the day do you think there's a way that we can look at them again and see if they actually are passes and we just labeled them failures because we didn't get the outcome
0: that we expected oh a hundred percent do you, you know about the the turing test the turing test the t-u-r-i-n-g turing I've never heard it's of that. it's uh, it's the test to see if we can create um, a passable AI as a human. <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh, dude, no, it's no, awesome. No. It's been around for like since like the '80s, I think. Um, by the guy, the guy's name is Turing, and he wanted to create this AI that could fool a human um, into thinking that it was a human. And so they do it like every year, and they just ask this series of questions like, hey, how are you doing? And then the computer would respond, but it's all like in a chat room type of deal. So you don't know if you're actually talking to a person or not. And so some people are talking to a person, other people, uh, some people are talking to the computer. so you're asking these questions and at the end, you're trying to figure out um, was the computer programmed to replicate empathy or was it like an actual person saying like, oh yeah, I have had this experience. So every year they do this test and like, Hey, did it pass it? Did it pass it? Have you created an AI that could pass as a human? And it's, you should check it out. It's, it's crazy. What's
1: um that one game they made um, that was supposed to be like a conspiracy theory that it never existed in the first place. And it was run by the men in black. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but there was a, for, I'm going to Google it real quick. So don't yell at me for being on my phone. That's um,
0: fine. I dare you.
1: Uh, so, there was this idea that there was this game that a lot. it's like kind of like the mandala effect. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. remember, you know, mandala going to prison and then all this stuff, but they, they died there. And then it was all this like type of thing. Like you remember it this way. You don't remember it this way. Yeah. Same thing with C3PO and his leg, like the toys made them all gold, but really part of his leg was like silver because he yeah. lost it or something like that. Um, so this game was in an arcade, a lot of, Oh, Paul, poly- Polybius, Polybius. So it's an urban legend, is what they call it. But I've shown many people the picture of it, and they're like, "I've seen that in an arcade before." So the grand, cons- so it's P O L Y B I U S, Polybius, and it's known as an urban legend. But if you see a picture of it, let me know if you've ever seen that before in an arcade.
0: It looks so familiar. See, that's the
1: thing, though. Is like you can make any vintage game style mortal combat old school thing like that with just some colors and some things and you would think you see it but the main point of this game was it was like a fairy tale rpg type game so what happens is you know like choose your own adventure type things yeah that's what the game was so you, the kid would play it and it would say if a person came to you bleeding from one arm would you find a medical attention b this this and it was like a census test because people yeah. would report seeing this machine and a bunch of men in black suits with no distinctive facial features, such as like the idea of men in black is like Will Smith and the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's not it, though. What the actual history behind it is, is a bunch of people is that they find people that are like seem like they're missing in action dead whatever people they just pick apart and they either fake their death or something like that and what they do is they shave down all your facial features so they shave down your nose to like oh. where it's like nothing left they shave off your lips they shave off they shave down your ears like how you can get cauliflower ear and your ear can fall oh, yeah they'll shave it down then they'll rip off your eyebrows they'll take out all your eyelashes they'll do all this stuff and people were reported seeing like these lizard figures like these people that look like rept- reptiles like so it's people. like Voldemort. Like Hillary Clinton. And their whole, like, no distinctive facial features. And they would come in wearing, like, a fedora, like the men in black would do back in the day. Mm -hmm. And then they would open up the backs of these machines and it was like a a data chip. And they would pull it out and they would take it to wherever they took it. And it was supposed to record, like, a census test, but it was supposed to be the general actions of the population to be able to control certain things, like be able to make certain things and laws in a certain way because of the way people mostly respond to things, which I'm like, I want to see if that would happen now. Now, if people could do that with like a certain game machine or test, like you were taking oh, a
0: test, you didn't know it. Dude, they do it all the time. Like all these stupid little, like take a quirky quiz, like BuzzFeed type of things. Like we're doing it all the time. There's We're collecting, constantly collecting information when we take these quizzes that we think, oh, they're just fun. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm this kind of element or I'm <laughs> oh, this sign or this animal. Like this, it's all gotten from that. So it's just like. Which it's totally- Harry Potter
1: house are you? exactly
0: exactly and it's, it's things like this these small little questions that are like just correlate with the answers that they're looking for so it's totally plausible. it's totally happens all the time think that through that
1: the fact that you get to find out you're in the house of ravenclaw now society is now deemed to the master's puppet strings it's easy
0: we're easily like convinced by that dude it's it's not hard with especially with our 32nd attention span Dude, you can just get us with anything, anything.
1: That's so scary to me, though, because I wonder, like, what are we missing by being on that? Like, you know, when you don't accept when you accept the terms and conditions just to play the game. Like I was all the time. So I've been recently looking over a lot of these terms and conditions and stuff. So I recently started playing For Honor on Xbox. Nice. And uh, they give them. me the terms and conditions on there and I'm reading through them all and it's like at any point they'll be able to any progress or any messaging or anything that you get in the game can actually be sent to an inner server. Do you accept these terms and conditions I'm like, where does, the, what do you do with that information like yeah even, I'll be talking to you about Stanford prison experiment and I'll get a search result on my phone about it like. <sighs> It's it's starting to happen. Like, are you just constantly listening? Like, what do you do with the other eight? Like, if I sleep, do you listen to my snoring and try and find me? Well, he's Did got- you- wait a minute, yo, if you're snoring and then you get an advertisement when you wake up in the morning, like here's an ad for sleep apnea. It realizes that you have sleep apnea based on your snoring patterns and it's trying to help you by giving you things to fix that. And that's how you discover that you have sleep apnea without going to a doc. Dude, what the fuck did it's, I just say?
0: Yeah, yeah that's why you, you got to turn off like on all your apps, you got to turn off the mic. Like you have to like not allow access to any of that shit because then it'll pick up what you're saying. That's why I mean, when you're talking about like like I was talking to Grace about buying a grill and all of a sudden my Facebook is just fucking flooded. Would you with like a big green egg? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't have three hundred dollars to spend on the grill. Like, what? I'm looking for a fifty dollar cheap ass charcoal thing. Dude, it's but- gonna
1: get to the point where you're like, I don't have three hundred dollars for that new grill. And then it starts going, Well, if you did this and this and this and move this around, here you go. You'll have enough money to actually save to be able to buy the grill. And you're like, Oh my god, my thing just did my taxes for me.
0: I know, right? That's, I mean, that's, I wish it's how that worked. Cause no, they're, they don't want to help you at all. They want to help you spend. They don't want to help you with your finances. Like, oh, you have credit. Here's, here's a loan to pay off your bills and then go build more on your credit card.
1: That's that's so what they'll do. What I've been talking about recently is like a lot of people talk about these giant corporations, these heads of pol- which I do believe there's probably an Illuminati out there. I'm not oh, like I. Don't I, I don't think it's like all oh, we're all going to sit and chant in a circle and sacrifice. No, I think it's more on the concept of like a bunch of people wearing suits that are really pulling the strings because they make oh, the money, they have the power. Easy. Yeah, kidding me? Easy. So like it was really interesting because if you would have asked me five years ago what I thought about like. A, a president meeting with the queen, which just happened the other day, they just met with the, the president Biden met with the queen. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, Oh my God, they're going to talk about this China issue, or they're going to talk about this. But then you realize the queen doesn't have any power. There's just a bunch of people in the room, like looking at her, like just nod your head. And then we're listening to everything. And we're going to be able to do this
0: because you're not handling shit. Well, actually the queen has a lot of power in, in England at least. Um, Cause she gives the whatever the, the parliament, the, the prime minister, like she has she gave him the thing saying like, hey, I'm letting you act on my behalf. But at any time I can take it back and be like, nope, we're going back to, you know, England king's regime type of deal.
1: I must say that's not really power. Then that's like the king could take that over at any moment. But she everyone I talk to over there, they go. She doesn't have any say in anything. Like it's not it's now a political government now. They're all like it's nothing like that. She's just a face. You know, it's the same reason why you see a house with a bunch of windows and a giant mansion style. Why do they have so many windows? They don't need that many windows. It's just to show that you are their subjects. Oh. Uh, Think that, that, it that, through. Think it through. That could be that could be true. Could be true. I don't know. I just get scared because some of these conspiracy theories have some weight to it where I'm like, oh shit.
0: Yeah it's you know I, I try not to think about it too much because then i'll go down these rabbit holes and then i'll never come back <laughs> it, i mean it's i like to know
1: and i like to listen to them a little bit because some of them make a lot of sense but i like hearing the like the the like the study things i like understanding and someone at least trying to th- th- why don't we test that let's test if this is really is a simulation it's funny i saw an astronaut uh, he was in an interview and he just recently came down from uh being up in space for so long and as he's talking to the camera and the guys ask him questions he's like explaining like the whole space thing and everything explaining the shuttle and living in there for so long and all the you know bathroom being able to live with other people and he would be talking and he had his coffee cup and he pulled put put it out in front of him like that and then let go of it and mm-hmm. grabbed a pencil and he turned back and saw his coffee mug on the floor and he's
0: like oh there's I saw, I saw that that was yeah. actually really funny i was like ah yeah, that's what you get. Cause he was up there for almost a year, right? Yeah. So I'm like, how many times
1: are you getting used to something that necessarily isn't always going to be there?
0: Cause oh, I mean, what it what they say takes 14 days to make a habit. So imagine being up there for a year and that's your life. Like that's what you know. Like gravity may exist, but it, not to the capacity that it is on Earth. So for you to your whole body to get used to being like almost just chilling in water, just floating around for you to come back to this like life changing way of living again, or rather going back to this. And that, that could fuck you up mentally. Like,
1: yeah, they have to go into those decompression chambers to be able to make sure they don't get the bends
0: or whatever. Yeah. that is. like when you go super deep underwater mm-hmm. and they have to have like machines that essentially build muscles for you because they can't, uh, they lose a lot of their muscle mass while they're up there, so they have to, like, get these machines that all like, move your legs for you and whatnot. God, Just I want to so meet can...
1: the person that had to be the first person to discover all that bullshit. Like, I always talk about Elvis, for instance. Mm-hmm. That guy was the first f- remarkably famous musician in my – like, to go, like, all over the world, basically – But he stepped in every single pothole that there possibly could be for a person to be famous. Everyone remembers him for liking peanut butter banana sandwiches and also dying on the shitter. But no one remembers all the times that his manager told him that if he went to another country, he was never going to be able to come back. Yeah. All in fear of losing money. Yeah.
0: He did, though. And well, I think he also he was in the army for a little bit too. So were you. Uh, Marines. Marines. Don't get it. Don't we get never get it even
1: talked about it. This is what I wanted to talk to. That's a good segue.
0: Yeah.
1: So you I remember the first time you said veteran. And it's mm-hmm. like you can never ask what did a person serve in because it's considered rude.
0: But oh, then I, I don't okay. You no, know, it people say that, but it's actually it's not. Like we don't, at least all the people I talk to about, it's not really. It's like you can toss from where they served, but it's more of the whole idea of like, did you kill anyone? You know, did you did you shoot any kids? Like that's the type of things we don't want to like people ask because it's scratch off that question. No, no. Why didn't I didn't deploy to Afghanistan or Iraq or anything? Um, because my when I joined my unit just came back, so they weren't slated to go to the Middle East um, for a long while. Like they actually, they went after I left. So that was fun. Um, but I only deployed, I went to South Korea for a little bit because North Korea was getting mouthy. So they're like, Oh, we're just gonna have a little show of force training with, uh, the Korean Marines, which are, they're, they're crazy. Korean Marines don't fuck around. <laughs> they're sitting there just like swimming in ice water, like in the middle of winter, just going crazy. Um, and then I, I was just on a boat in like Southeast Asia. It was just like a booze cruise. It was, it was chill. And don't get me wrong. Like I had like a lot of fucking like sleepless nights and there's a lot of accidents that happened. Uh, but yeah, I never really, well, one of our um, helicopters that had some of our guys in it um, had a malfunction. By the way, Marine equipment is trash, hot trash. It's made from like 1960s and we're still using it in that's,
1: 2020 that's what I don't understand is everyone's like oh you're a marine you're an idiot I'm like they're on the front fucking lines if you call that being an idiot I call that some of the
0: strongest people gotta do that shit yeah it's now yeah we're, we're pretty dumb though <laughs> we do some stupid things but no we're just given the worst equipment and we just make do with what we got and well I mean we do it good but I mean if we had like some of the shit that the army has like f- fuck get get shit done get yeah. shit done so what happened to the helicopter oh um there was just a it was a malfunction um and the, the blade just kind of seized up oh fuck and they, they crashed and luckily no one really got hurt everyone got out and the helicopter blew up but everyone like got out like in time uh one of our buddies one of our radio operators he said he felt like the flames like on the back because they, they got out literally right before it exploded like an action movie um but it was scary because like, we know those guys, like those are the people that we work with every day. And we don't, you never want to see anyone die on a training op. Like that is like, the, I mean, you don't want to see anyone die at all. Um, but for someone to like, to die on just something, something like that, something that's like routine, it's, it's always scary. So for them to come back, they were shaken up. They got to call their families. Uh, but we've had that like accidents. We had, we were in 29 palms, um, which is in California it's a big Marine desert. It's gross. Don't ever go there. Mess heads and crack addicts <laughs> live out there. Um, but we, we had a, a, an accident out there where someone's like grenade launcher went off inside of a, like a, almost like an APC type of deal. Um, and one guy died. Uh, a couple of people got hurt, got, burns, um, but you never want to see that on a training. Um, we we shut down for like two days just to figure out because they had to do an investigation. So we're like, okay, what happened in this training op um, that caused this weapon to discharge inside of the of the vehicle? And so that that's scary, and that sucked because I knew people that knew him, and yeah. So it's when did no, you no. Des- when did you
1: decide to? Done with it. Like where you you were with Grace at the time you were in the military, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I met I met Grace when I came back from deployment, and I had a chance to deploy again, but I would have to extend my contract. And Grace said if I if I deployed that she wouldn't she wouldn't be back or she wouldn't be there for me uh, when I came back. So I was like, you know what? I'm at a good point. That and I was I kept getting screwed by uh my higher-ups and i was like hey you know what i'm you know this is the way you're gonna treat me like i'm done with this crap like i'm getting out and because i was gonna go into um i had an option or opportunity to go into the um like embassy embassy duty where you see like all the marines at like all the embassies across the world Mm -hmm. protecting because that's what the that's one of the duties of marines as you can see yeah, you can go do that. And it's definitely a way for you to get um, promoted faster. And I had this op- opportunity and because uh, there was like a big cast out, the like main HQ was like, hey, we need a bunch of people to willingly sign up for this thing. And so me and my buddies, we all signed up, um, but it never went past our chain of command. They were just like, they just never, they said like, no, we're not going to send you. And so they never sent it up. But they're not allowed to do that. That's not their call. They can say like, "We're not going to refer you," and then send it up. But they they don't have the option to not send it. Like they have to send their answer no matter no matter what, and it's up to HQ to decide what to do. And so we um, requested mass, which is like, "Hey, we're it's like something's fucked up." It's like essentially going to HR, like, "Hey, they fucked up. So we're gonna go to like the generals of the of the base and be like, hey." We don't feel like we're getting the opportunity that we're getting to. And so once you request mass, um, it's like everyone like freaks the fuck out. So they try to fix the problem before it goes any higher. And so they're like, hey, this is why we didn't send it up. And we're like, well, per the whatever code it was, you're not allowed to not send it up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we believe this. And we're like, "Okay, that's great. You believe that. But you still it's not your it's not your uh, choice to not send it. And so we were like, we're like, all right, fuck it. So we pulled out of the program and we're like, we're just getting out of here. Like, this is like, I got like six months left on my contract. Like I'm, I'm out, like I'm piecing, which is good. I'm
1: happy I did. Did you take it as a sign of like destiny a little bit? Like maybe it wasn't meant to be in there anymore. And then you got to be able to pursue something else, come back, hang out with grace, you know, develop yeah. a life together and then start up the hot sauce.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, it was definitely, um, if I stayed in, I wouldn't have my hot sauce business. I, you know, I wouldn't have gone to school. I, I would probably still be in. I'd be a lifer because if I was still in, I would have been in for uh, 10 years now. So I'm glad I got out. Uh, my life is definitely a lot better. I'm making a lot more money than I did while I was in. And you're and surviving off your sales too. Not yet. We're, we're doing, compared to last year, we're doing like 20 times better. But Slow I still problems. have my full time job grace left her job to do this. So, you know, we're, you know, we're getting there we're getting to where I can just quit my job and do this full time. Yeah, I'll
1: say if I've said it from the very first time you were on like what, f- 500 something episodes ago, it was two, actually probably around two years ago. I mean, yeah, I have pretty. faith in you. It's good sauce. It's good stuff. People Appreciate in my work you. liked it, but I think that's so important is like that. You probably understand it better than anybody is just holding out because you're doing what you love and hoping mm-hmm. that it's going to turn into something, which it is turning into something. I mean, yeah. I want to do an experiment on that. The amount of people that give up because even right when they get on the cusp of the doorstep, just because holding out seems like they're losing all last drops of hope. I was like, when do the thoughts start to come in? Is like, when is like my buddy, for instance, um, Jason, he's a uh, you know, got a new job and everything. And we mm-hmm. remember for so long, we're talking like, I still don't have a job, all this type of stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, don't accept the first one that comes your way because you're just accepting it because you want a job. You'll know yeah. when you'll, you'll get a job when you actually need a job, when you physically know you're fucking ready for it. You're not just going to be like pestering about it all the time. You're going to end up making a move. And then I asked him, I was like, how's the job going? He's like, it's good. It's busy. And I'm like, but, how is the job going like how are you with it i I fucking love it and i'm like that's what i care about i don't give a fuck about the job thing i care are you happy doing what you're doing because that's the important part so many people will ask you "You got a job good you need a job you do need a job but you also need to be happy and sadly Mm -hmm. i want to know in this experiment this metaphorical one we're talking about when is the breaking point? When is that point where you start going? I don't think I could do this anymore because hope is not paying the bills or are you hold out for a little bit longer? Because I feel like right when you have those thoughts of like, fuck this, I'm done with it, I'm tired of putting in the effort for it mm-hmm. is right when it's about to get big, right when it's about to hit that cusp. And then it's like, but you can keep saying that and then it never comes. Yeah, sure but how many times has an opportunity been missed because someone has given up at the last moment? It's like, you're at 98
0: fucking percent. You turned it off. So close. So close. No, it's, I've had, I've come to many forks in a career wise on things I could do. And I had straight out of the military. um, I had either I can go to school or I can work, for like a communications um, installation company working at the airport, which paid like 75 grand like right out of the military. Yeah, I was just like, oh, oh, I could, this would be great. But I was like, school, you know, go go to school. Cause my, my, my parents were very, um, oh yeah, get a job now and you can go to school later. Like go get a high paying job now. And I was like, I feel like, like you are saying just having a job I feel like that's a very older generation thing where it's like oh you get a job now and then you can pursue what you want later and it's and it's feel like it's a completely different mindset now like you like you want to hold out for a better job that you love like something you actually want to like build, to have rather than something that would like pay the bill or something like that so it's the different mindset for sure
1: What's the age we're living in back then? It's like you get a job, there was no social media or no way to make a presence on the internet to start a mm-hmm. company. I mean, this is the best time social media is now for brands. It's for companies. It's not really for connecting as much as it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's more about, you know, you can advertise it pro like, for instance, when I advertise my podcast compared to when I advertise the clothing. People got more clicks because it's about buying an item. People like to see an item to go into and options to choose from, not just options to platforms to listen to. People don't really want to pursue that as much. And it's just crazy how I'm trying to find the one thing they haven't covered up yet because I believe with artists or with anything. So my theory about artists is like they're succeeding so much and they're like making like $15,000 or $18,000 and selling an invisible sculpture to somebody. Yeah. Where it's like the government's like, I don't know how to tax this. So we have to make him an exception to the rules. We have to give him more attention and seem like he's one of the odd people out where everyone else won't get the idea of doing what he did. And then it's kind of like when you see those crime things where they go to the jail, how did you do this? And then the guy explains how he did it. And it's like, oh my God. And then they cover it up to make sure no one ever does it again. I'm trying to find that one sliver, that one crack that's going to get you to this point where it's like, okay, here's the path and here's how to cheat the system and then anybody else behind you can't do the same thing because they're going to find a way to cover it up which sadly everyone's following the same path of someone who's successful and it's like yeah. i get it it's a proper template sure but don't you think they would have made it more difficult for you to be another one just like him or everybody would be this famous kevin hart style person
0: yeah no i 100 agree it's like you know and like in video games where someone like talks about like hey this is cool little thing you can do to like glitch out the game and get this really good thing and then they're like they instantly patch it it's almost yep. like the same same situation in life like someone tells you this awesome way you can make money or this like cool little trick in life you can do and then like the government comes in they're like no 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 here's all these laws that prevent that from happening or everyone does it and it's over oversaturated then no one wins so it's like like you said these People want to tell these secrets, but then no one can really profit from it. It's kind of like, oh, here's my life. And you can't do what I did because it's no longer available.
1: Well, it's like the one it's like someone did it before you and discovered it. And then it's been named. So you're just discovering something that someone already discovered. Like the Mm -hmm. scientist, the guy that discovered what happens to people when they eat human flesh. So there's a specific disease that you can get. And one of the ways you can get it is by eating human spinal tissue and Mm -hmm. brain tissue. I think it's like called forums it was, Oh God. Yeah. It,
0: it just makes you go crazy. Really? You're like, you're
1: really, it's a, like mad cow disease. Someone yeah. had to do feed a cow, that stuff to get that thing. And that's why there's a thing named after it. You got to understand, look for anything as much as you possibly can. That isn't already have maybe some steam to it. You want to try and start up something new. Cause that's what people are looking for. They're looking for something to that is going to be, that's going to shock them. Not something they've seen multiple times in multiple different ways. Yeah.
0: And it's harder nowadays, cause so especially during COVID, so many people were like branching out and trying these new things, and that's like it's already been done. So like if you want to do that, uh, like when COVID first started, and I was at the farmers market, um, one person, one of the booth people, were making masks. And the next thing you know, it everyone's making fucking masks, like homemade masks. And then now that shit's like fucking coming back, all we have all these masks. Like all these vendors now can't do anything, but this, like, like you said, it's, it's already kind of been done. Um, It's more of just building upon that. Like, how can we make that thing better? Like what? So it's rather not more taking something unique and like twisting it a little bit and changing it, but it's still that same thing
1: what have you thought about adding to maybe spice it up? Cause it's interesting seeing the farmer's market stuff. Cause I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's making some moves for sure. Definitely going out there and being like a brand for the people as well too, is what's Mm going to get a lot of eyes. It's just, it's weird. We're more than willing to support something that's corporate because it's so cheap compared to how easily they can manufacture it. But when you get to know a person and develop a relationship, you're more than willing to want to promote and help that person grow because you understand that better. I think people really value the cheapness and things, but Mm -hmm. they also, what overpowers that is the connection that you can have with the
0: person who creates it. I a hundred percent agree. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a good deal. I like something that I can like, get pretty cheap and i like, use it. But um, when you get to know someone behind the product or behind their brand, it you become more personal. It becomes like you're almost personally invested in their company or in that person. And so you tend to like, like their product a little bit more because like you have a good opinion of them. They're like, oh, yeah, this person's really nice and really friendly. You know, I really like their stuff now and I'll always go back for that. And I, I've kind of seen that. That's why... Um, for our hot sauces and our farmer's markets, it's always like, hey, customer service comes first. Like be friendly, you know, be really inviting. Let the person, don't feel like you're pitching an offer to a a random person. Like we want them to feel like they're welcome here, that it's, you know, it's not like we're forcing you, buy my sauce, do it now. It's just like, hey, how's your day going? And would you like to try a sauce? You know, and then just chat up, but. It's kind of like,
1: if we did a case study, I'm obsessed with case studies. I'm yeah. trying to think no, Case studies things. are awesome. Are you kidding me? I'm trying to think of like, cause they all have like, even though you might not agree with one, it still has like some good notes of like success or some steam to it. If you really kind of examined it and maybe did it in a different form, like plant perceptions, the biggest one I could think of trying to th- feel like if plants have thoughts or feelings or be able to sense the energy around them, they just boiled shrimp in a container next to it and hook up a lie detector. Like those, uh, those pulse things to the, to the leaves. And they checked to see if the, uh, the plant would react to the shrimp being boiled because the frequency the shrimp like squeal at would mm-hmm. be at the same frequency a plant could pick up. And they, it, it was a failed study because it only worked 36 times out of like 200 and something. I'm like, but maybe change it maybe try something different instead of using that plant, use a different plant, or maybe try and find something that has like a better connectivity or something like the trees in Africa that are able to communicate through the roots. There has to be some type of connectivity that we can find there, but a study to see if you put a person in a room and put a bottle of your sauce and put a bottle of like the cheapo one and they look Mm -hmm. at it, what are they going to pick on? Is it going to be the appearance factor that we've talked about so many times? Or is it going to be, imagine if I told that person, this is your friend's hot sauce that he made. Then is it now that you have an invested interest because you care about that person succeeding? You know, it's very interesting the multitude of factors that go through somebody's head. That's why I like the human mind so much, as you get to understand more and more about how a person grows and becomes who they are, based on what's happened to them and what do they think about life. So, when you ask them if you put three topics in a circle, and you had out of like a list of fifteen, what topics would you pick if the topics were family, you know, money, power, uh, charisma, you know, all these? You see those tests all the time. Mm-hmm. When you see the pills and there's just all these different colored pills on a piece of paper or something. And it goes invisible once a day, infinite money, infinite fame, infinite, and then you get to see, you can only pick two people are like, oh shit, I like this one. I like this one. But if I was famous, I could make a lot of money. And then you find the different ways of how their brain coordinates to be able to pick the things that they choose. And it's, that's so Mm -hmm. interesting to me because I think the ones that don't seem like as much as you would think are important are probably the most important but everyone sees the ones of how society views are important which is money power and fame those yeah. are the three ones you can pick one of those out of those three will always be picked in someone's two
0: yeah i mean it's i think it also depends on social status i'm like are you middle class low class are you higher class i feel like Um, definitely the lower class and the higher class, they, they lean towards more power and money because they don't have any, the higher class wants, they want more and the lower class doesn't have it. And they, you know, they want it. And then I feel like more of the middle class, it's kind of like that even ground, like, Oh, Hey, I'm making enough where I can have a family. I can support them. Like I would like more, but I don't necessarily need more. It's kind of like, they're just, they're neutral and they have evened out. So I think it, you know, it always depends. Like I want more money. Like give me like if I could, if I could have more money, sure I could solve a lot of my problems. Um, but how much but, is enough? Is the question. Yeah, yeah, it's because once you start having more, you want more. The standards of living go up.
1: You oh. think Bill Gates is accustomed to living off ten dollars a day, or is he more oh. accustomed
0: to living off mm-hmm. ten million a day? Ten million a day for sure, because he's had billions for you know, however long, like, so it's, I don't know, I'm sure he's, he's like, he grew up not having billions. So he, I'm sure he's well aware of what it's like to live off of,
1: you know. But how long is that disconnect though, from when you started from where you're at now to be able to understand what that's like when I was a kid, if you would have gave a child $5, dollars like, Oh, <gasps> $5 I could buy the world and then now you're like five fucking dollars I can't even buy a foot long anymore for five dollars
0: yeah, yeah foot long there's no more five dollar foot longs it's like 750 to lie they had to be it's losing lies. money
1: on that shit the bread is like three bucks alone
0: right you want the good bread too you can't just go in there and get the cheapo white bread you got to go
1: toast that shit why are yeah. you asking me do I want it toasted no, you bet it, your ass it needs to be toasted. Like if it's on a hot summer day, you're still toasting it. Oh
0: yeah, you're not going there for the heat. You're going there for the texture of the crunch and that in between, crisp. like, because you don't want an all just an all soft sandwich, which would like the meat and the tomatoes and whatever veggies, it's all going to be soft. So you want a little extra like crunchy texture on it. I like, laugh
1: when you say crunchy because that one up ep- the very first episode we did where you made the sauce and I I tried it on air. Mm-hmm. of the one we created and you just go oh when i bit into the chip you're like that's a nice crunch
0: i just out yeah, of is- fucking nowhere it, sometimes you got to need a nice like nice crispy crunch like that's why i put my chips in the freezer dude because it like it gives it it saves it and it gives it a nice extra little like a little extra something to it i might be weird but i like stale chips sometimes too you know i'm not gonna lie sometimes they hit right like i'll leave it back out like and it's I like i actually let one out on the uh the counter and i had one i'm like it gets getting there it's getting to a little bit of that staleness but it still has uh, like a weird crunch to it and I'm like I, I could dig this like this is good because it's not crisp
1: anymore it's more of like a, a crunch because it's like hollow when you bite into it it's like a hollow break mm-hmm.
0: yep it it's it's almost like stiff cardboard <laughs> yeah like you know it's kind of like it's got got a little bit of something to it but if it goes too long it's damp cardboard oh yeah then it's just gross and then it just it's like humid humid chips no one likes that it's
1: kind of like are you convincing yourself that it still tastes good because you're just too lazy to close up the bag of chips but you're you're trying to rationalize in your head that you don't want to waste money so you have to eat them anyway so the best way is to change your view on it
0: yeah you gotta you gotta like you know change what you're thinking about it like i got it's like that's a half a bag of chips sitting on the counter like that that's like Two bucks of chips right there. Like I can't let that go to waste. How small is the bag? I mean, it's a normal size like bag, but you know they only fill it like
1: halfway. Yeah, but it's not two bucks. of charge charging like it's, I think Doritos is like five seventy five for a,
0: a one of those normal bags. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a half. Like I already ate half the chips, so it's like half the remaining chips left. So that's like two two fifty. <laughs> There's a study
1: right there. <laughs> How many people have trust issues from fucking chips?
0: That's if it doesn't have a window, I ain't buying it. Like I will <laughs> I will fondle that bag to figure out like which one has more. Pringles is the best one because oh, they, oh uh, yeah, they fill yeah, that for up for sure. You get more then it's like Pringles are just great in, in general. Like you kidding me? I'll I'll eat like a whole can of Pringles for lunch in like one sitting, and with no regrets. Even though it's like two thousand calories for the whole fucking can, I don't I don't care. I'm now, eating it.
1: Here's the true test in this experiment: when you eat the whole bag or the whole can of Pringles, do you? put it up into your mouth and do it that way or do you dump it out into your hand and eat the crumbs that way
0: oh i put it into the like at the end i put like into the cap and i'll like i'll slide the cap almost like a damn i'm fancy bro
1: this is why i like talking with you you can you can fix all my case studies every case study i have you're thinking about what about the environmental what about the class i'm like i didn't even think of these this is why you need more than one scientist in the kitchen
0: yeah yeah, dude. Next time you do it, like, i I've had instances where it's like, it's coming down. And there's like, right. all I got like chips all over my nose and my beard. And I put it in my hand. Now I have like a greasy chip hand. So I'm like, let's just put it in the fucking cap.
1: And I was like, like well, you're off the cap like that. When you're drinking ice out of a, a glass water or whatever, and then mm-hmm. all the ice gets stuck to the bottom. And then you're getting the last drop of water and all the ice just hits you right in the yep. face. You're like,
0: damn it. Trust issues. Trust. Issues. Don't, don't, don't drink water with ice anymore. If it's just not, not cold tap water, I don't want it. Don't hydrate at all, ever. Just drink nothing, coffee. <laughs> nothing but coffee and salt. It, it Fuck me up.
1: What are your judgments about people when you like first – when you look at them from afar, how do you choose if this is going to be a good interaction or a bad interaction? You know, it's – Because everybody's got a subtle tell.
0: Yeah. No, but I. It, it's hard – it's hard for me just off of like a glance because I lived in New York and everyone's always like off-putting in New York. Everyone's always got the like don't fuck with me. I'm on business. So that's just like I got used to that. And then I, I lived in LA for a while. And it's kind of like very similar thing. Like, if you're not on my like my stride, like get the fuck away from me. But it's so I've never had like a physical tell where it's just like, oh, okay, this unless someone's beelining to me with like the fucked up like I'm um, like I'm pissed at you kind of face. Like, that's why I'm like, oh shit, we're about to throw down. But like, that's why I, I never, the whole judge a book by a cover thing. Like, I never do it until I'm actually like talking to them. Now, if they're giving me attitude, I'm like, all right, we got to fucking throw down now. Like, this is how it's going to be. Okay, sweet. So I'm going to give you, uh, you picked option B, but I'm also going to, I'll give you option A. Okay. Like,
1: option A was a debate. Um, I've been watching debates on YouTube of like people mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's called middle ground. It's a YouTube channel, shout out to them, but it's basically about finding the middle ground because what happens is they get flat earthers, they get scientists in there to be able to talk it out, agree on certain points and then debate it and kind of have like this 20 minute episode of like all these things. Well, one was vaxxers and anti-vaxxers and I'm like, holy shit, okay. And then they had all the people and they showed all the people and they showed this one one lady and it's everything I've ever feared. And this is why I say I have an issue with feminists. It's that type that we all know with the fucking... Line bangs, like nothing going past the eyebrows, like doesn't fall mm-hmm. down, and the rest of the hair on the sides is like a lampshade. Yeah. And I'm like, and you just see on her face, like I'm ready to fucking rip your fucking head off and shit down your throat. That's her face. That's what scares <laughs> me. Is I hate those people that where, as soon as you start talking, they go app app ap, app ap, app app and it cut you off. And, I, yeah. I I hate that. So I was like, oh my god, I I immediately got struck with fear of like, holy shit, I know she's <laughs> gonna be like against whatever side I'm on, and then it said. Her, whatever her name was like amy and then it said below it the side she was on and i was like oh, she's on my side we're gonna win because oh i God, just felt like it. this whole entire relief of like oh everything i feared of her going against me now she's on my side and i'm like i like her this way she's a perfect i would never want to change her i have the power of karen on my side <laughs> exactly oh i feel so bad because i believe there's a worse one out there besides a karen is
0: there a worse one besides karen there has to like, be
1: that name does is, not fit the person that they give.
0: Oh, you mean for that that person? I think, like in general, it's like man. I
1: don't know. Karen's pretty high up there. I think like there's got to be a worse one than Karen. Like, like Susan? if you could think- Susan's
0: like the name you give for like an older lady who's like a Karen, because Karens are like like moms with the like, kids. Like Susan's like the grandma. Like that's what I that's that's what I've been seeing. I feel like.
1: I don't know, because see names are so weird. Why is a Jessica hot? And I believe that's just because everything throughout like cartoons, Jessica Rabbit, all these other types of things that are given like these giant sexy figures and all these things have all been called. Like when we think of Brad, you think of a cool guy. And that's because Brad Pitt or Matthew, you think of like a slick fellow. That's like Matthew McConaughey.
0: Yeah, it's true. That is true
1: would you want to be the downfall of your name or be the uprising of your name? Like all those Josh's that fought, did you go to that? No,
0: I, I went, that would have been awesome, <laughs> but no, I didn't. Cause I was wearing like Nebraska or like Alabama or somewhere. Was, I
1: guess a lot of people showed up to that. Yeah. And there can only be one Josh.
0: Yeah. And like they, they had like a little kid win, which was, which is awesome. Uh, I wish I went. I, I totally forgot about it. Honestly, I remember seeing, I'm like, wait, oh, I should go to that. And then I was just like, oh, shit, that happened.
1: It's kind of like the election. I was like, wait, there was an election.
0: <laughs> huh. Yeah, that was that was a crazy time. It's still going in some people's minds. Dude. Okay, so I'm in Vancouver. <laughs> and it, it Vancouver is such a, like, you cross one street and then it's all red. But you on the other side, it's all blue. So we have like Trump 2024 flags. A guy down the street has a Confederate flag in his window. I'm like, "Bro, you're in Washington. Like, you're the farthest away from where that came from." So like, "What? What's going on here?" But it's and people are selling like Trump 2024 merch on like on the corner, like in front of like a like a sex shop, goddamn it's, merch stand. It, it's it's just it's it's so weird in Vancouver. It's so like night and day. What do you think of um,
1: the the Hillary Clinton scandal thing that's going on right now? What's going on? I've been
0: so out of politics. So Maybe. the
1: guy that six years ago released all the email shit and wrote the book, mm-hmm. they found him committed suicide. Oh, And everyone's looking at the Clintons because he was in the process of making a new book and his wife was like... I don't understand like he's got kids. He's got all this stuff. How did it happen? And people are like, well, suicide. You can have it to anybody. But he's in the process of making a new book about the Clintons again, another scandal thing. And I'm like, look, if you wait long enough time, come on now. It's like the conspiracy thing. Like people are like, well, they could have killed Alex Jones. I'm like, why would they when they made him look like a complete nut job? So now yeah. whenever he talks, people just dismiss everything he says, even though he's gotten a lot of shit right. I mean, he he kind
0: of made himself like a complete nut job in like some cases.
1: You got to when you get into that stuff. I was just listening to an episode of his this morning on um with uh Tim Dillon, and he goes. It, like through all his ramblings he started talking about it. he's talking about climate change which i remember when that episode came out i was talking about it too like they do make it over drastic so you act fast instead of yeah. like they say tornado is gonna blow up your town tomorrow even though it's like what's never fucking happen it's, happened. Fear. it's yeah.
0: just like fear politics
1: but he goes china owns hollywood and then john cena apologized to china for acknowledging taiwan as a country and i'm like oh my fucking god he was right and this was months ago when he said this yeah
0: the but- that's why you see a lot of like Chinese like businessmen own so much property in LA in Hollywood. So it totally makes sense that they have their fucking money in like all these fucking like Hollywood programs. So like, I but can if see you it.
1: sit down with any of these people and you just go, "Why are you mad at this country? Why are you mad at this country?" and it's like, "Cause, cause we are." And it's like, but why? And it's like, I don't remember, but I remember like if you ever see Cobra Kai, yeah, the, the Miyagis. Mm -hmm. at when he shows him like what happened i didn't know this side of karate it's like he only taught you this side because they had a fight they were brothers and they fought and then they never talked to each other it's like well why were they fighting and then it's like that whole bloodline just knows that they're not supposed to like each other it's supposed to be a war because at one point there was a fight could have been over something so stupid as like a a lollipop or something yeah but it was something like that that's gone on like the triads the gangs the bloods and the crypts how many of them know what they're actually fighting about are they just fighting because they're just not supposed to like each other and they just keep it that way and they don't ever want to dig into like wait a minute this is a disagreement over a girl like the romeo and juliet Mm -hmm. thing like what the fuck like
0: what was that like that, like that. like the Irish and Scottish clans out in like Tennessee, that the McCoys and the Hat Hatfields, Creedies. or something. There was like this two like families that just straight up hated each other back in like I always said like Tennessee or Alabama or somewhere around that area. And there was like this weird feud that happened for like generations, and some I think it was some like land dispute, and they just they were always like killing each other and whatnot for like no big real reason
1: so interesting to see why how people think like how can you be so I I don't think I have anything in my arsenal that I'm so passionate about or so much convinced one way that I would never sit and listen to another perspective
0: yeah I don't get me wrong I've had times where I'm just like I don't want to hear your opinion type of deal this is like my younger days but I had a, a college professor who my favorite, who does, he was always awesome. He would always take the other side, no matter what he believed in, just so he can help us understand the different viewpoints and how we can approach these things. And it's always, it made me see that how you're talking about finding that middle ground where it's just like, all right, you know, I believe this, you believe this. What is something that we both can you know, compromise on? What can we both uh, meet in the middle Instead of just having these so totally um, different opinions, you know, like, what do we have in common? Instead of fighting, what is something that we can both talk about passionately together? I wouldn't expect any more wisdom from a man with a bun. Hey, what can I say? I'm a a yogi
1: of sauces. (laughs) I like that. That should Uh, be on a shirt.
0: (laughs) Yogi of sauces.
1: Yogi of sauces, ah, uh, <laughs> Josh, you've given me
0: enough of your time, man. Where can people find Two Angry Cats? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Two Angry Cats. You know, you can literally Google us, and we're the only Two Angry Cats you're gonna find, unless it's on like a weird Two Angry Cats fighting type of deal. Only but fans. Only fans, maybe. Just me making sauces, all sensually, only wearing an apron. Mm-hmm. It could be that like one that. song
1: in the background, lollipop, lollipop. <laughs> but uh, I'll make sure
0: I link it all in the description. Is there yeah. anything you want to say to the people out there? Uh, You know, we all have these different opinions, but we all love sauces. We all love hot sauces. You know, let's all just come in the middle, eat together, enjoy a sauce. You know, let's all share our passions together.
1: Dude, you should make a shirt called Sex Sauces. And then we got to think of a third one sleeping sex sauce and sleeping like the game shirts where it's like eat sleep game eat sleep game but it's with sauces i like it i want to make that we should do it we can do this we have the technology we have the power